Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello out there in Radio Land. This is Hank Hill, Assistant Manager, Strickland Propane. Come on down to Strickland where you can get a great deal on the new Char King 320 Propane Grill. We have other propane grills and propane accessories for your grilling needs. So come on down. Mention this ad for an extra 5% off of your next propane tank fill-up. by Strickland Propane, Harlan, Texas. Uh, have a great day. Welcome to King of the Hill Rewatch Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Rusty. Rusty. Season three, episode two. Season three, episode two. And they call it Bobby Love. It's it's, it's really hard to believe we're this far. No, it's it's something else. It's it's been I think there's I think there's there's like a lifetime. I think there's something you wanted to mention at the top of the show. Yeah, at the top of the show. Uh well guys. Uh (laughs) well guys. Guys, gals, and everything in between. I want to thank everybody for this. I want to thank everybody that supported us. Uh whether you're listening to this locally, uh if you are local, I appreciate you for sure. Thanks, locals. But uh everybody that's not local, uh you have helped us and put us in a winning position. Uh we're now considered uh finalists. Uh, for the King of the Hill podcast uh, here uh, for podcast of the year. So yep. we were finalists at the Waco Awards for podcast of the year. And I just, man, we couldn't have done it without y'all, yeah, out, all great. of y'all. So uh, well, that's, that and that click that's farm, first and foremost. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am pretty excited about it. I think that, uh, I think we got a good shot. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, at least the we're going to do shot a, that 20 bucks will buy. a new thing at the top of the top of the podcast. What we're going to do, we're, we're, we're going to start doing, uh, all of our thank yous and stuff at the beginning instead of at the end, because we don't know how many people actually make it to the end. So, thank uh, thank everybody, uh, so much for supporting us over these last, you know, eight, nine months. And we really couldn't have done it without y'all. So let's, uh, as soon as I get a link for the next round of voting, yeah, we'll we'll get it in the mix. Heck I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably hit this round of voting. I'll take it a little bit more serious because the last one I really didn't advertise in a way that I thought I could have. I really could have pushed that uh, serious uh, a little more seriously. So 
again, thank everybody. I thank all y'all so much for voting. If you voted, if you didn't vote, I still appreciate that you listen to us and uh, keep us going every week. Um, you can find us at B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And that's where I post most of our content and most of our episode updates and things like that, as well as just some other, other random junk every now and again. Uh, random junk. Uh, the call to action. Uh, I, I want everybody... If you haven't already and you listen to our podcast, please go to our one of our social media pages, whether it be t- Twitter, uh, Instagram, or TikTok. Leave us a comment. Leave us a like. Subscribe to some stuff. Uh, just let us know that you're listening. And uh, one of the big things for us is engagement, and we love engaging with our fans, and that's something that we, uh, that we really enjoy. So if you guys want to get involved, come on. Yeah, I just realized that uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok is tit. Yeah, it is. So come play with our tits. <laughs> I guess if you include uh, the two T's in TikTok and YouTube, then you get a different word. All right. So we yeah, are at uh, season three, episode two, and they call it Bobby Love. Uh, and, and they call it Bobby Love. That's Paul Anka, right? Puppy uh, Love, is that his name? Sure. Well, there was a song called, and they call it Puppy Love. Yeah. Paul Anka. Paul Anka. Anka. Uncle Anka. 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 God Is bless that who's saying that? Was Paul Anka? I believe so. Okay. All right. No bell, no yell. Up front. This is for your sister. No bell, no, bell, no, no yell. yell. What's you your sister's Laura. name? Laura. Laura. No bell, no yell. Yeah. Uh, so we start this one at Tom Landry Middle School in the hallway. Uh, bell's going off. Kids are running everywhere trying to get to class. We see Bobby running down the hall. He is late. Uh, we hear the bell go off, and uh, we hear a girl uh, who is a hall monitor. A hall monitor, a really tall hall monitor. She is a ha- she is a tall Bobby. hall monitor, tall hall monitor. Uh, she says, "Hey kid, where's your hall pass?" He says, "You got me. My name is Ramon Tavares." Which I don't know who Ramon Tavares is. I think I it's think just we, him. It, it, it's one of those things where uh, you never did that, where a hall monitor or something, or like a teacher said, "What's your name, son?" Like no. a teacher that didn't know you when you were I doing something wrong. No. Ah, he didn't go to school. <laughs> I was right. I was schooled in the streets, Rusty. You're out chopping chopping wood in the woodshed. So he said, uh, "My name is Ramon Tavares. I'm in Mr. Powell's Ramon. class." She says, "Ramon Tavares." And why does your lunch bag say Bobby Hill? He said, "Because we can't spell Ramon," which I I love that. Uh, he even gets lost in his lie. He says, because we can't spell Ramon, what did what I, I say? say? Yeah, she's, she's, she started laughing. She thinks it's funny. Yeah, so this she, is where we, we see the power of humor, uh, young men. Mm-hmm. Uh, humorous guys, not creepy humorous, but humorous mm-hmm. guys generally do well with women. So uh, I'm me, me and Mike aren't the most attractive uh, group of guys, but Speak for uh, yourself. We, we definitely have attached ourselves <laughs> to some very attractive women. And I like to think it's because That's we're it. funny. Yeah. No, I think I, I know humor uh, got me where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, whether you can tell it on this podcast or not, I'm a funny guy. Uh, anyway, she says, yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. And lets him go to class. Uh, we then... Uh, start our secondary story. I, 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 I feel like this is the secondary part of this story because these two don't really intertwine, these two tales. One is about Bobby and finding love, and then the other is about a couch. Uh, yeah, and so it, it's they, a great. It, well, it's a story about love. Of yeah, different, but they do meet at a certain point. Yeah, uh, but but very very briefly, it gets weird. Briefly. So we start in the alleyway. Briefly weird, and briefly weird, just like this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we start in the alleyway, and we get yep 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 yep. Mm-hmm. All of that from all four of the guys, and then we see that they are staring at a couch that's been dumped in the alley. 
Uh, Bill says uh, they dumped it right where we stand. That's where we stand. He's really confused. Yeah, I, he's really, really confused. It's like it's like if you move a dog's bed or something, you know? I mean, they just get, they, they're looking for it. They don't know where to go. Same deal with Dale. Dale just kind of ends up down at the end of the thing. Yeah, they don't, they don't know where to stand. It's no in their idea. way. No idea. And so uh, Hank says, why would somebody leave a couch behind my house? Dale, yeah. Dale, who now has a big stick and is poking at the couch like it's going to do something, says, uh, I know how it got here. One of them uh, firefighting planes scooped it up out of the lake. <laughs> that, I, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But anyway, Boomhauer responds, well, "Man, you talking about the dang old urban legends like a uh, fellow toothbrush of a man's bottom, man? Truth too, man. It happened to me. <laughs> so I don't, yeah. <laughs> I'm not real sure. Yeah, not I'm real sure. sure what that means. Yeah, but uh, hey, uh, we know a little bit about Boomhauer's kink now. Uh, Bill." Uh, starts digging in the cushions like any uh, any respectable man would. He says, uh, oh, hey, look, treasure, rubber band, sugar cube, and then he eats the damn sugar cube that he finds in the couch. Oh, that's pretty gross. Yeah, it is pretty gross. Have um, a little pride, Bill. Yeah, Hank yeah. is Hank. Hank, Hank uh, wasn't pleased with that. I don't think he was amused with that. No, that gross ass he, shit. he tells him to uh, to have a little pride. Uh, if if we eat their garbage, then we're not much better than they are. Yeah, Bill, not at all. Bill says they probably had a coffee table. Yeah. Oh, if this old couch could talk. What? <laughs> this is just such, a, such weird a weird narrative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, and then we get Hank on the phone. He's in the kitchen and he's obviously calling his. Uh, Congressman, I don't, I don't know who he's I don't calling. Know who he's calling at all here. But uh, he says, "My name, my name is Hank Taxpayer, and I want that couch removed." There are people who stand in that alley. We, well, we talk, and then obviously the person on the phone is he's like, is "Well, what are you talking about? about?" Yeah, he goes, yeah. Well, that's not really your business, is it? Sports mostly. <laughs> then he's like, "You yeah, know, sports, you know." <laughs> uh, and now we are back at Tom Landry Middle School. Uh, we're at Bobby's locker in between classes. Bobby is getting stuff out of his locker, and he drops one of his textbooks. A textbook falls on the ground, and Bobby starts chasing it. But as any uh, prop comic would, he uh, kicks it. Doesn't really mean to be funny here, but he's kicking it, trying to pick it up, kind of like a dollar bill on a string or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, he uh, goes right by these it's two It's good girls. slapstick. Yeah. Bobby is like the king of slapstick comedy. For, for, well, he loves for that prop comedy. Age. He yeah. loves, you know, slipping on banana peels, things like that. So just good old, that's just good comedy. He's kicking this book down the hall and he passes the two girls, one of which it, we find out is uh, the hall monitor. Uh, and uh, they're laughing at it. And she says, and she says to her friends, hey, guys, you, you got to see this. Bobby, do that walk again. This is when we get Bobby doing with, the, with his old Jewish man. Yeah, um, what are you talking what about? What are you talking about? Pulls what his are pants you way talking up. About? What does he say at the end? What are you talking what about? What are you talking yeah. about? Uh, and he, he ends that by going back over to his locker with his book. Everybody's laughing. And Connie sees all this, and she says, "What? I, I don't understand what's so funny about that. He goes, it's adult humor, com, uh, Connie. I don't even get some of it, which is... It's fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. He doesn't even get he it. He doesn't even know what he's doing is funny or why it's funny. So, which, which is which is indicative of him being a child because when I was a kid, if if an adult laughed at something I did, uh, whatever that I just did, I wanted to continue to do it. Well, so I they think, would continue to laugh. I think cussing. You know, I think cussing is a is a thing. You see people react to uh, cuss words. It's funny you speak about cussing and stuff like that. There was a there's a video of. Uh, the South Park creators. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I want to say it's Trey Parker. Uh, it's it's him and his daughter. 
and he has his daughter up to the microphone, and there's a, a scene. Uh, Mason, do you know the scene? Yeah, she, uh, she's uh, she's the voice of Ike. Yeah, he, she's the voice of the the Ike, the one of the Canadian babies, right? Uh, um, Kyle's brother. Kyle's brother from, the, but he's one. He's a Canadian, right? Yeah, he's Canadian a, he's one baby. of the Canadian puppets. And he has her go. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> so it's really really funny. Like the guy's got his daughter sitting there, like we're, we're she's looking. She's looking like uh, like should I say this? And he's like, yeah. it's okay, it's okay. And yeah. she goes, suck my balls. And the, like <laughs> he just like he, he leans away from the mic, and you can just see his face. He's dying laughing because it's funny to hear little kids say cuss words. It very much is, yeah. <laughs> we're learning a lot about Mason today too. Oh, Mason is a pop cult. Yeah. Mason might might need to be in this chair. I might need to go record you and Mason. He's like a pop <laughs> culture genius he does yeah, have a he's lot. got a lot of he's got a lot. you know he brings a lot to the show i want to you know i want to go ahead and give a personal thank you to him you know he really does bring a, a whole new element to the show i, I really appreciate it mason because i don't really have a personality so i just watch <laughs> a lot of stuff oh, <laughs> it's, man. it's really great me yeah. too i love that high five all right so we're back in the alley uh everybody's standing around the couch uh hank says you know it could be weeks before the city comes and hauls this away um and again they're just they're so weird like they're, they're scattering around like ants, and Dale ends up at the end of the couch. And Dale's like, what? Did you say something, Hank? <laughs> like what? He's so far like away he's from 40 miles He's at the away end of a couch. Him. Yeah. Uh, he could probably high-five him. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's not like he's that far away. Hank says, uh, this is ridiculous. Uh, I say we get rid of this couch ourselves. Bill just says, uh, uh, and he sits down and decides because he's, he's the one that discovers. He really kind of the does. beauty of the yeah. couch. Nobody else really is in with it. Hank of is, course, Bill, the one's the first one to sit down. Hank is like, uh, Bill, what are you doing? He said, I'm drinking beer. I'm sitting on a couch and I'm outside. <laughs> I, those three things, I guess. I mean, uh, beer's great. And then Dale, mm -hmm. he's like, uh, I'm just going to take a break. Five minutes. That's all. He sits down. And then we get Boomhauer. Man, what dude sitting like a bunch of dang old couch dog? He's lazy sitting like, hey, man, look up at the sky, man. And then he sits well, he's down. Pointing, he's pointing at the sky, and like, so he makes Hank look, and then he sits down also. And then he looks at Hank, and he says, sorry, man, I ain't no Lucky Pierre, man. So this is our second, second Lucky, Lucky Pierre. Pierre. Yeah. And uh, for those who don't know, a Lucky Pierre is the person in the threesome who is penetrated by both parties. Or he does penetrating and gets penetrated. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So the person at threesome both <laughs> penetrates and is penetrated. Sure. So if you're in the middle, uh, we we used to call it monkey in the middle when we were kids. We didn't call it a lucky Pierre. So Hank has to sit uh, in between two people. So so it's a callback to call back. Uh, the Mexico uh, mm -hmm. episode Absolutely. where they were on the scooters that they stole get, from people it. that they didn't realize they stole. There's a lot of callbacks in this episode yeah. to previous stuff. It's good. It's a good continu a continuity episode that shows a lot of continuity in the show. This and I is, like it for this that is reason. This is one of my favorite lines from Hank right now, uh, it was especially in this episode. Uh, Bill says, come on, Hank. He goes, all right. But if I don't like it, I'm standing right back up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's he going to do, sit there and not like it? It doesn't mean well, anything. It's, yeah. funny, it's funny that this one is a, like a well-liked episode for both of us because yeah. uh, this show actually won. Uh, this particular episode was a primetime Emmy Award winner in 1999 for Outstanding Animated Program. Oh, wow. Uh, for programming less than one hour. Yeah. So they actually got an Emmy for just this episode. So For programming less than one hour. That is so specific. Yeah, That's super great. specific. Well, you know. Award shows are super specific, right? That what did that award show have? Like the the best barber in town, best barber, best lash tech. I got nominated for best lash tech. Oh well, we got to make yeah. sure that we get that for Mike. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, I, I do my extraordinary. I do my own lashes. 
and we can see that <laughs> he's missing about. They're, they're luxurious. Yeah, they're, they're they look like they're split in the middle. He's he's <laughs> parting right. them both ways. That's it. That's it. It's a new it's a new craze I'm trying to start. There you go. I threw away my Yeezys and started working on my uh, lashes. Yeah, no more Yeezys this last time. So uh, we're back in the living room now, and Hank's just kind of sitting in his chair, uh, and Bobby yeah. Bobby is on the floor, but he's scribbling really hard in what looks like the yellow pages. It is the weirdest thing. Like he's he's it's like he's three. You know, he's yeah, on his yeah, belly yeah, yeah, and his yeah, legs are kicking up he's and he's just weird. scribbling on these yellow pages. But anyway, the phone rings and uh, uh you can tell it's a girl and Hank answers. Well, you can't tell it's a girl until Hank answers, but uh it doesn't ring in a different way if it's a girl. Uh he says, uh, hello, and she says, Hi, can I speak to Bobby, please? He says, I'm sorry, you had the wrong number, and just completely hangs up on her because it doesn't even cross his mind that anybody would use the phone to call his son. Yeah, so, not at all. This is my this is one of my favorite scenes right here. Yeah, he doesn't believe him at all. Bobby says, "Who was it, Dad?" He said, "A girl asking for somebody named Bobby." He goes, "Oh," and it doesn't cross either of their minds. Neither of their minds. Like he's like satisfied with it, you know. Yeah, he's just like, "Oh, okay." He goes back to scribbling in the yellow pages. Is what I'm going to assume he's doing. The phone rings again. Hank picks it up, and the girl again says, "Hi, does Bobby Hill live there?" He says, "Uh, hold on a second, son. It's one of your friends playing a prank." And so Bobby, even Bobby, he comes over to the phone. He goes, hey, Joseph. And it <laughs> Bobby, it's Marie. Yeah. Yeah. So Bobby. It, it is Marie. It's Marie. It is the, the, the um, you know, it's funny. Safety uh, person, the, the hall monitor. Yeah. Calling. I have a, a similar story to Bobby here about dating an older woman. And uh, her, her, the last part of her name would, it would, Marie would rhyme with her name. So their names actually rhyme. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Marie and Chelsea. There you go. That's a that's, a that's a stretch, dude. But yeah, sure. it is. Uh, all right, so uh, the she, age gap was a stretch she, too. She tells, well, <laughs> I was fourteen and she was eighteen. Wasn't enough of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, she says, Bobby, it's Marie. He goes, Oh, hey. She says, A bunch of us were going to hang out at the mall. Want to come? He said, Well, I did have a prior engagement, but I can always, I can always tape, tape it, it, which is fantastic. That's I mean, a that, great. That's but a great it does joke. age this show. Yeah. You know there were VCRs, right? People were still using VCRs. And for those of you that don't know what a VCR is, it is something from. Mike's era, and uh, it was a big black tape with film in it, <laughs> and you would push it into this big black box with a hole. You're a big black tape shaped with film in it. like the tape, and then it would play a you movie. You know, I learned something yesterday. You learned something. <laughs> what did you learn? I was watching this video. I was waiting for my wife to to finish her. I don't know. She was heating up bread or something. I don't know what she was doing. Hot bread. Yeah, hot bread. That's what we have in our house a lot. When you reach a certain age, all you can eat is hot bread. Okay. Uh, but I learned that VHS stands for video home system. I never knew that. Yeah. What does VCR video stand for? Video home then? system. Video cassette recorder. Yeah. Yeah, but VHS for some reason I don't know. They never made that connection. So video is home is system. is the tape a VHS tape? Or VCR tape, or like like, I, well, how does the terminology work? What do you call the machine, and what do you call the tape? Yeah, the ta- the the machine is a VCR. The tape is a VHS tape. Okay, but wouldn't the VCR also be a VHS player? You would think so, and I think I What's think the it's, difference. I think it's in according, a VCR player and a VHS player. Well, I think it's according to who made it. I thought maybe it would be like features or something like a VHS player couldn't be called a video cassette recorder if it didn't have a record function. Because at some, I mean, I'm sure at some point it's lifespan. VHS didn't have a record feature. At least I'm going to guess. I don't know. I don't really know. I think VHS you could always record on it. I think it was the amount of time that you could record. 
Uh, like I know that uh, betas when they first came out. Do you know what a beta is? You know what a beta is. Beta you collect Max, that stuff. So yeah. I don't collect Sony Betamax, but yeah, I know what a, I don't. That was the uh, the premier format, and uh, the porn industry said, "Well, we like VCRs better." Well, because Sony wouldn't release the, Which, it wouldn't allow them to develop their own stuff. Not that well, that and then Sony also wouldn't let porn be on Betamax. They wouldn't allow the porn industry to use their their. They wouldn't allow well, them to use Sony Betamax. And there's one other issue: uh, beta tapes would only record up to an hour. Yep, and uh, porn, you know, it could be six seven hours long. Sure, but uh, not that I have any experience. But uh, six or seven the, hours long, Mason. Some of them tapes, yeah. Some they of them take DVDs. Long time to film. Yes, they take a long time. Well, some they, of them tapes they, are long. There's man. editing, right? Yeah, but it's six always or seven like, hours. It's always like seven, seven one-hour bits from different. Like it's like two porn stars doing their thing for an hour, <laughs> and then the next for an hour. I mean, you know, it's it's a compilation. All right. Okay. Mo- most most porn videos are compilation discs. Uh, okay, but uh, I'll, at least I'll take once your word that I've experienced, I mean, I'll I don't know. Word for it. I haven't, I haven't looked at porn <laughs> off of a DVD or a magazine <laughs> since I was a teenager, oh, so I don't know. There, you know, now there's magazines. Whoa, yeah, we're really was. getting somewhere. We're but uh, but yeah, that's all media, Mike. <laughs> all the media that we have at home, DVDs, Blu-rays, yeah. all that. Like there could have been another format to take over. The porn industry chose the format that worked for oh, them. Oh, I get it. Porn, and the, the porn, porn industry, industry literally is the reason why VCRs and VHS, JVCs, yeah. the, the reason why Sony didn't capture a foothold, yeah. it's the reason why DVDs took over over oh, what other it. CD formats there were. Yeah. To be honest with you, they've been on the forefront of developing technology. Oh, yeah, I am. I am surprised that virtual reality is not bigger than it is, seeing how... Uh, it's not yet. Rem- well, we got to think the yeah, all of these industries. For a long time. It has, but all of these industries were slow to start and slow for people to accept that they were going to be the mainstay thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had a Nintendo Virtual Boy. I know all about virtual reality. Yeah. yeah. Now they have these new virtual reality, and they have virtual reality porn. The next thing you'll get is Are movies. Are they six and seven hours long? I have not experienced virtual reality porn. <laughs> that <laughs> seems like not, that would just melt your brain. I, 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 you know, that's not a rabbit hole I want to dive off into <laughs> at, at any point uh, at that, this moment. That, you is, know. that is one I watched, though, Rabbit Hole 2. It wasn't as good as the first one. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. as good as the first no. one. Okay, so <laughs> we, uh, we now see a weird little montage of Bill uh, using a leaf blower to blow off the couch. We see uh, Boomhauer under... This would be a great part for the theme song. We see we see Boomhauer under the couch, and it's all jacked up like a car. Yeah, and he comes rolling out, and Dale gives him a drink like a pit stop. So what they're doing here is is they're refurbishing it, Mike. I get it. They're getting it ready for real city. The one I don't understand, Hank takes the cushions. What does he do? Where does he take oh, them? What well, does he do with we them? We don't know where he takes them, but That's we could assume that he takes them and power washes them. And I guess, man. Changes the, the the cover on it or I, something. I have a thing about furniture outside. I do not like it. Uh, I have a thing about furniture outside. If it's not my furniture that I set outside, I'm not going to like... If somebody left a couch in my front yard, I'm not going to pull it into the yard, no. clean it, no. and then set it back where I found it and sit on well, it. Well, my issue is is wet. Like I'm not sitting on a wet ass couch, and uh, it's gonna get wet sitting outside. Well, do, well do, yeah. Dogs, but, but damned if you do, damned Cats. if you don't. You know, damned if you D E W. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so they're all you know fixing up this couch, uh, and then uh, now we see Bobby at the Arlen Mall with uh, Marie and her friends. Uh, one of which wears a jersey number seventy three. That's all I could come up with about this kid uh, because he's so forgettable. 
Yeah, he is. Uh, Bobby says, so what are you going to eat? get to eat, Marie? And she says, well, I don't eat anything with a head on it, uh, which is a weird way to describe yourself as a vegetarian. No head she... of lettuce. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. Uh, so Marie, everybody, is Marie. voiced by Sarah Michelle Geller of Buffy. Really? Yeah, so that's that's Sarah well, shit, Michelle Geller's that. voice. Well, yeah, I gotta I gotta get all the celebrity appearances in. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I skipped some last episode actually. Marie. But either way, Marie is the uh, the celebrity uh, at least voice for Marie. Yeah, she says I'm a vegetarian, Bobby. I don't eat meat. And, I don't uh, eat anything Bo- with a head. Bobby yeah. says my dad says if God didn't want us to eat meat, he wouldn't have invented steak sauce. <laughs> That now you know, and that's when number thank seventy three. You, thank kid. you, little tiny baby Jesus, for steak sauce. <laughs> Do you use steak sauce? You ever uh, use it? If you have to like use one, if you have the, the my philosophy is I have used it. Yes, sure. But my philosophy is is if I'm at your house and your steak is cooked badly, and I ask you for it, like this well, is how you I'm know, saying. Mike. If you that's ever invite me over for yeah. steaks yeah. and I eat it with a one sauce, your steak probably sucked. Yeah, it's Cause, true. Because people it's will dry. Go, well, you'll go to people's houses, and a lot of people. We're in Texas, man. A lot of people like their cook. I don't know why, but uh, a majority, like a lot, like an unusual amount of people that I know like their steak well done. I don't understand for whatever that. reason. Yeah, I don't get it. It's hard to cut through, even with the sharpest yep. of knives. Yep. Like when it's, I just feel like you've ruined the meat. Well, it is to me. It's a waste, and that's why if you're gonna serve me a shitty steak, I'm gonna cover it in an equally shitty sauce to drown out whatever yeah. bad flavors I can. I'm just not a big fan of like a one and steak sauces and stuff. I just have never been. Now, let's talk about your English connection. There is a certain like English steak sauce, like a B and something. Oh, you're talking about brown sauce is what they call it. It's called okay. HP sauce. HP, that's what. And uh, an HP sauce is uh, generally reserved for uh, mostly used in breakfast, man. Most, really? most people slap it on their eggs or something like yeah. that. But, but, isn't it but again, like the culture A1? over there when it comes to steaks yeah. is different than the culture over here. Over there, there's restaurants that you go to that literally will not cook. They don't care if you pay 50 bucks for it. They will not cook a steak well done. The chef will well, refuse to cook. There's places here like that well. as well. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But even if you go to a steakhouse here in Texas, like Texas Roadhouse or something like that, yeah. they're going to blast it to, to hell if that's what you want. Do you know that Texas but Roadhouse do was not there. started in Texas? No, I know it wasn't. I don't know why they're able to market themselves eh, as a whatever. Texas steakhouse. Whatever. Uh, I like to eat. Uh, Lone Star Steakhouse in in Belle Mead. That's actually where my favorite steakhouse is. In really? Town. Yeah, I like. It their used steaks. to be. I used to really like that. Uh, I don't know. And then I've, there was I've like Hyde Miller out in Hyde Miller's is that, bad. The one here. Na- well, we can't say that, but uh, the one out. It used to be out in, in Elmont. Yeah, it used to be out in Elmont. It was great. That was amazing. It was when it was great. in Elmont, well, it's because it's changed owners. Well, the since guy then. owned his own cattle and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and he sold it to a bigger, yeah. bigger company, and now and then, it's well. Then he died. So well, I yeah. never got. The mass love for steak. I, it's really? Good. Uh, I, I like just, meat in I general. I don't get it. Oof. I like red meat. I, I didn't even really have to just be like steak. I just like red meat. It could be, it could be. Yeah, my colon starts beef, to hurt if I don't get whatever. enough red meat in me. It could you know? be ground meat. I love ground meat. Like people who, like, I grew up poor, so yeah. we ate a lot of ground meat. My mom sure. never made hamburger helper, yeah. but she cooked with a lot of ground meat. So well, yeah, you can, I you love can stretch it. it Food you know? in a bowl. Yeah. For me, literally, if you can put it in a bowl, like I love like bold food 
Because generally bold the food. yeah any like food that <laughs> food that is prepped and prepared and then served in a bowl spaghettis bold pastas food. yeah Cereal. well because my mom she like cereal she, yeah she, you know steak cubes there's only so many you know <laughs> ways you could entertain kids with food sure so instead of spaghetti noodles one day she would throw in spiral noodles I used or to make angel my, noodles I used to make my kids catch it you know like throwing spaghetti at them and stuff oh I thought know. you would like put their food in containers and just like throw it in the yard and make them fetch it. Well, that too. Oh, okay. That was, like that was, chucking Tupperware filled with spaghetti, like across the yard. It, it was mostly their toys. So he <laughs> says, he says, my dad said, if God didn't want us to eat meat, he wouldn't have been steak sauce. And the kid with number 73 on it says, your dad says that Bobby says, well, once <laughs> and then Marie gives him the whole vegetarian thing. She says, Bobby, did you know that the average person consumes 500 chickens? <laughs> Which seems like a lot of chickens. Yeah, number that's, one, that's a lot of chickens. Is that like in their? Is that like in their lifetime? Is that I, what you're saying? I don't know. She doesn't say. And so she person says, consumes the she, average person consumes 500. chickens. She says that's enough chickens to feed a whole starving village. But they shouldn't eat them because that's bad. Which is so funny. <laughs> like you could feed this village, but, but we're not going to. Yeah, feed them but that. come on, that's a 14 year old. I mean, they they have they have very limited facts. Well, think at about their it, disposal. Mike. Think about it, Mike. <laughs> I, uh, I thought this was the moment we, just think about we were just taking some no, time just to think. think about it. Yeah, yeah. just think about it. Yeah. Uh, actually, about I was on my way to Houston talking about chickens. I was on my way to Houston <laughs> on uh, Tuesday, <laughs> and I have seen tons of rollover accidents in my life, but yeah. I've never seen an 18-wheeler full of chickens tipped over. They were literally picking up oh, dead chickens yeah, out of the road. That. Yeah. The, like They had dead chicken. I was We were stuck in traffic for like 20 minutes yeah, while they were like, trying to clean. So they were picking up dead chickens and just slinging them into the ditch, which is... Cr- it was funny because there's like 15 firefighters and they're all like double-handed, just like chunking yeah. chickens in the yeah. air like that over I their mean, head. I mean, yeah, they were on the concrete, but... We're going to eat them anyway. Why can't we just eat those? Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I yeah. think we ought to just go ahead and eat the chicken. I don't know if you want to eat those. My, uh, if you wash it. Well, uh, <laughs> you can't local, wash out. local chicken Yeah, wash. you can't wash out antibiotics. Well, that's true. But uh, my, uh, my uncle was a Baptist minister, right? And he was one of those guys that he was both a preacher and he held down a regular job. So he wasn't like a full-time minister. So he was always coming up with ways to save money for his family and things like that, right? Yep. I remember the guy got a pallet of things called spreadables. You know what a spreadable is? Spreadables. Comes in like a little, almost like a tuna tin can, right? You open it up, and then it's like chicken salad, uh, potted meat, that kind of stuff that you spread on. But it was was this thing. It was Potted meat. It was this thing called spreadables, right? And I remember he got like a whole pallet of these things. And so a whole pallet of potted meat. I could use him a of potted and meats. my aunt and my cousin, they ate spreadable sandwiches for like yeah. a year. Yikes. Right. But then one time he was given by one of his, um, it's not parishioners, but whatever it is. One of his, one of the people in the church gave him an entire load of chickens, but they were live chickens. And so somebody had to do something about all this life that these chickens had. Yeah, <laughs> right? there's so a lot of life out there. We for had to chickens. kill the chickens. Yeah, yeah, you had to kill half of them at And least. so the guy comes in and he backs up a truck into my grandmother's backyard and just unleashes a whole truck full of chickens. We have an entire backyard full of, <laughs> full chickens. of chickens. And so we meet as a family over there to kill the chickens. That is our day, right? So we are literally chasing chickens around the yard and we're wringing their necks, and then we're hanging them from the clotheslines so they'll bleed out. It's, oh, wow. It's one of the worst memories of my life. Yeah. Well, it sounds actually, you know, 
pretty uh, visceral, you know, like manly. Like you didn't feel like powerful and strong. Like, I'm a man. I'm no, man, doing was, it the I way of my people. I was a kid. Uh, I was a little kid. Yeah. Oh, you were a little kid. Ooh, yeah. yeah, it just creeped me out. We've, uh, done, we've done some farm-like stuff. Out of my friend's grandma's, we used to have to go out there and grab chickens and stuff for her. And yeah. All we did was just chop their heads off and then let them run until sure. they didn't run anymore. Sure. They really it was a do sick do game. That. Yeah, they yeah, do. They really do that. Do that. Yeah. You cut their not heads for off. Long, they keep going. Not for long. Some run for a really long time, and some don't run at all. It just about depends 20 on, minutes. Just depends on the built-up no, nerves. It's not that long. No, it's not. <laughs> it's literally like. <laughs> that would be creepy as hell. All right, it's, it's been long. about 15. I think I got about five more in them. Uh, so she she says, uh, but you can't eat them. You know, and so she says, uh, I'll have the chopped salad, please. And Bobby says, well, I'll have the BLT. She's, she says, well, Bobby, that has bacon in it. Bobby says, well, bacon doesn't have a head on it. And then he thinks about <laughs> it, and he says, well, could you just make that an LT? Just L- make that L- an LT. LT. Yeah. I don't want a lettuce and tomato sandwich. That just doesn't sound great. Lettuce and tomato sandwich. I don't know. I could just eat lettuce that. and tomato. I could eat that. Really? I love vegetables that much. Yeah, I could just eat lettuce and tomato. As long as it's got some butter or some mayo. That's what I'm saying, well, right? Salad sal- and some croutons. Oh, man, it's a salad sandwich. You have, you have, do, you, do you eat sandwiches that are real stacked like Dagwoods? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You just take the meat Six out. Six foot tall. It's sure. still good to go. Yeah. <laughs> you take the meat out, it's no, still dude, good to go. No, dude, I don't make Dagwood sandwiches. But. You know, well, I mean. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, just like I, a, now, onions, I, lettuce, I, tomatoes, pickles. Now, you know, I do the, the love a good sandwich. Cucumbers. Like a really good yeah. with all that stuff. Not cucumbers, but yeah, all that stuff. Cucumbers have their place. Not in my sandwich. It's a, I think it might be an English thing. You should have cucumbers and watercress sandwiches. Hashtag not my sandwich. Yeah, hashtag my sandwich. So they they are now walking home from the mall, and uh, they're they're in the dark alley. You know, they're they're getting around Bobby's house, and they come across the the couch. Marie says, "You know, tonight was fun, Bobby. My friends think you're a riot." He said, "I well, I really was choking on the food at the food court, but don't tell them that." Yeah, don't tell how I was choking. <laughs> she says, uh, "Hey, there's a couch in the alley. Let's sit down. You want to kiss? I mean, just boom. You know, here, you want to kiss." says well i'll try anything once I, I didn't think i'd like fruit pies but then i tried one and if your kiss is anything like a fruit pie i'm sure i'll and she just gets on him i mean she just starts smacking him right and so she kisses him bobby is completely stunned by this because bobby has never uh gotten a kiss from a girl and she goes all right see you around and she just leaves and so we we have bobby kind of in this catatonic state because he's been kissed by a girl finally yeah, Bobby got kissed by a girl. Damn. Yeah. Go Bobby. Uh, so that is a commercial break for us. Yeah. And uh, it's also a commercial break for King of the Hill. And we'll see you on the other side. Blah. All right, we're back. Uh, and uh, we start in the Hill's kitchen. It is morning, and yep. Peggy is pouring the coffee. She's yawning. Uh, Hank is over there reading the paper. It's just a regular old morning. Bobby comes in and says, Mom, Dad, did you see the sunrise this morning? It's the same color as my girlfriend Marie's hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peggy's uh, like, here's your coffee, sweet meat. I have never heard her call Hank sweet meat, which is weird. That is a weird phrasing. I don't like it. Uh, I, I don't... Sweet what meat. What the fuck? Sweet meat. Oh. Maybe she gave him. Maybe you don't have like a nick. <laughs> you have. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Good job. Well, no, that's where the pegging thing comes in. He Peggy calls Peggy pegger. sweet meat because that's the nickname of Peggy's. I guess. Man. Peggy's pegger. <laughs> so Bobby's like, uh, mm, 
Uh, he sn- sniffs the coffee and he goes, mm, it reminds me of my girlfriend, Marie. She likes to drink her coffee black too. How does he even know that? Yeah. Uh, know. Hank's like, huh, looks like you're going to finally cut down that big oak tree. that's in the middle of the ballpark. Bobby says, I'm not sure what my girlfriend Marie thinks about that, but I'll ask her. Finally, Peggy's like, all right, I'll bite. Uh, why do you keep saying the word girl? Why do you keep saying the word girlfriend? Bobby says, because I have a girlfriend. Hank says, uh, Bobby has a girlfriend. All, <laughs> All right, right, son. She's real, right? Yeah, he's I mean, still, she's like, not... He stops. Like, he takes a drink of his coffee, yeah. and then he stops and kind of l- tilts his head a little bit. He's like, are you sure she's real? She's not imaginary yeah. or on a cereal, cereal box. box or anything. He goes, no. Damn. Peggy says, All right. Well, I assume that she's your girlfriend, just like Joseph is your boyfriend. Hank is, uh, have you ever known anybody that would call your friends your boyfriend and your uh, girlfriend? I know girls do that. I know that there's plenty of girls that say, oh, yeah, I'm going to my girlfriend's house. Yeah, but know. it sounds weird but when you say it the other way. When guys are right? like, oh, man, I'm going over to my boyfriend's house. We're going to go, my boyfriend's house to play yeah, some pool. Yeah, we're going to go drink some beer and play yeah. some pool. Nah, I wouldn't say that. So, Hank. Because even, even with the deepest of voices saying, I'm going to see my boyfriend. Going to see my boyfriend. I'm going to see my boyfriend. So, Hank is is really taken aback by this. He Where's goes, your Mason? Are you going to see your boyfriend, too? <laughs> Let's see it. Let's see it, Mason. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> oh dear God! Please don't! Yeah, oh please don't. my God! <laughs> Leave him at that home. Was fantastic. Leave him at home. <laughs> that but was great. Hank is taken aback by this, and he's like, "Peggy, Joseph is not Bobby's boyfriend." Uh, and then we see Dale kind of bopping around uh, behind their fence, and you hear him scream, "Hank, red alert! The garbage truck's here!" Uh, Bill, who is laying face down on the couch because everybody runs out. Yeah, everybody dives to the couch to save the couch. Yeah, Bill is laying on the couch in his nightgown, number one. Uh, and then... Yeah, the Bill, tr- don't move a muscle. The trash guy <laughs> says, sir, can can you ask this gentleman to get off the couch so we can do our job? Hank says, Bill, don't move a muscle. And then my notes here, uh, because the men try to pick up the couch. Yeah. Hank says, good work, Bill. My notes here say... Does Bill just lay really hard? Is that is that what happens? Here? We got to think. Does he Bill, make himself heavier? Well, let's well let's think. Bill is probably about six foot one. Yeah, maybe six foot two because Hank's six foot two. So sure. they're about they're not far from the same height. Yeah. They're just a little bit. He's a little bit shorter than Hank. Bill's probably three. Uh, Bill probably weighs. I would imagine probably at least three. Three hundred. You know, being as tall as he is and being an sure. athlete, yeah. he's probably still got some of that muscle from being an athlete and being fit. Yeah. So I would put him at like 350, 325. And, and if and and he's a a thick dude. So yeah, I mean it wouldn't be hard for him to press his weight onto it. I wouldn't think. 350 pounds plus the couch's weight. Yeah, those two dudes are going to set that shit down quick. So uh, the guys say, all right, uh, but if we leave it here, somebody's going to haul it away. And then Dale. Go, go to, to hell. hell. <laughs> and it did like music. And then well, and he saw the reflection in. in his glasses and, this again, and the whole thing. Yeah. Shout out Wes Archer. This again shows how great the direction for animation was in the show. Go to hell. Go to hell. Come on, Mason. Go to hell. Good hell. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so it. now we are uh, outside Tom, Landry, Tom Landry Middle School. Bobby's, uh, we've got Bobby, Marie, Joseph, and Connie just kind of after school. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do. Bobby says, so what do you guys want to do? And Connie says, let's go bike riding. Marie, of course, the new one, says, uh, that's boring. Bobby says, yeah, it's a little boring, Connie. I mean, maybe there's something else we could all do. Marie says, we could go shopping for clothes at the mall. Bobby's like, yeah, that's a great idea. It's not a great idea, Bobby. That is not a great idea. Not at 12. 
That's not what people do. That's not what 12-year-olds do. Well, you know, really at 14, that's not what I was doing. If a girl said, hey, you want to go to the mall and go walk around and look at clothes? Yeah. If I wasn't holding hands and kissing, they probably no. wasn't going to be going. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't care to just go walk around a no. damn mall. Mall sucks. Uh, so uh, next we see Dale. He is down in his bunker, and he is on the phone. Uh, he, uh, of course, hooks up his recording device before he answers the phone as it is ringing. He says, for quality purposes, some portions of this telephone conversation may be recorded. Gribble residents. Uh, and he play, yeah, but but he's got the whole <laughs> system set up yeah, yeah, yeah. to where he like tapes uh, a microphone by the earpiece. Yeah. Bill says, hey, Dale, I just phoned to talk about the couch. You know, just thinking about the couch. <laughs> Dale says, oh, Bill, this is so strange. I was just about to just call about you about the couch. Call you about the couch. Bill says, yeah, you know, the only thing better than talking about the couch. Hey, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'll see you, <laughs> I'll out, see there. you out there. They both, run, right. they both yeah. run outside of the My, couch. The, the funniest thing, though, is he then takes the, takes the audio cassette out. He labels it Bill slash couch. Puts he sets it, it with another stack and puts you see it on like the stack. Hank Tools. Hank Lawn. Hank Tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's That's just re- funny. He's recording every conversation. <laughs> recording every conversation, which again, that is another uh, quiet scene that shows, again, how great some of the animation direction was. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're now seeing Bobby and Marie walking home again in the alley. Um, Marie says, I wonder what happened to your friends. Bobby says, I don't know. They were following us to the mall and then they were gone. Oh, look, the couch. You want to kiss? She said, nah, I got to go. And this is a weird scene here because Bobby says, you know, Marie, the other night when you wanted to kiss, I didn't feel like it, but I did it anyway. You have to respect my needs too. That's so freaking odd. Well, no, this is great. Now, you know what I really like about this scene right here is uh, Bobby recognized that whatever's going on, he recognizes as relationship, whether that's what it is or not. That's what he recognizes it as. And uh, she kissed him and made him feel slightly uncomfortable when he didn't want to kiss because he thought that they were a thing. And he's like, well, yeah. you know, there's times where you might not want to hold your wife's hand, but you got to hold her hand because that's your wife kind of thing. So he's like, well, I kissed you and I didn't want to kiss. So, you know, what gives? It just sounds, It's the fact that he's standing. Well, I mean, it's weird from like their age. Sounds weird coming from a guy. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does sound weird coming from a guy. But that's the, that's the thing that's wrong with society today, Mike, is guys don't ever say... <laughs> What they feel, think, or want in relationships—that and steak and sauce, that too, and steak sauce—and yeah. that's they, it becomes toxic when you don't discuss your feelings. So they start kissing uh, because she's just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then Connie, who has taken out the trash, she sees um, she sees that uh, they're kissing, and she's like, Bobby. Uh, and then Marie's just like, okay, gotta go. And she leaves Bobby in that catatonic state again. You know, he's just got, yeah. All right. So next we're at the dinner table, uh, and Peggy sets a plate of food in front of Bobby and it's two chicken legs. Oh yeah. Hold on real quick. So in that scene, Con sees him, yeah. sees the kissing Connie. and all that. Connie, Connie. sorry. Yeah. Connie Jr. Uh, Con Jr. She sees all that Connie, Connie. and the camera goes to her and you can see like, it's the first time you see her disappointed in something yeah, to do, true. like relation. Because Bobby's already seen her kiss Joseph at this point. Mm. Remember, remember the the You're whole right about cave, that in the cave, the yeah. cave thing. So yeah. for her to now be switching and liking Bobby, I don't know. I, I like this. I like this for Bobby. It, it seems like it's going in a great direction. So we're now at the dinner table. Uh, Bobby has a plate of food set down in front of him. A nice plate of food. Too. Well, Stacked. here's, here's yeah. my here's my uh, notes: two chicken legs, green and brown glop. Because I don't I don't know exactly what the green and brown is. Uh, it's but probably, I'm assuming, probably veggies. I'm assuming you have to have those. 
Uh, Bobby says, can I have some rice and plain toast, please? My girlfriend, Marie's a vegetarian, and she says, and then Hank's like, ah, there it, ah, is. There it, there is. it is. There it is. I knew this was too good to be true. Bobby's like, so? She's a vegetarian. She still likes lots of things, like kissing, for instance. And Peggy, yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> Peggy's like, oh, my word. Hank, talk to the boy. Hank says, Bobby, vegetarians can't be trusted. Just last week, we caught one of them siphoning gas out of the company truck. And Peggy's <laughs> like, no, no, no. I was talking about the kissing. He's too young. Bobby says, you would think that, but I'm such a good, good kisser, kisser mom. mom. I'm such a good kisser, mom. You know, and this is. That's a t-shirt. Well, well, not only that, like, you, you think that these, you think that these guys are super reserved in their family, like how they talk to each other and everything. Yeah. But the way they're, the conversations they're able to have as a family, it's powerful to see a family unit to be able to sit down and like, there's no way in hell at 12 years old, if I just got my first kiss, I was going to sit there and discuss this shit at the dinner table with my parents. The fact that Bobby has the growth and personal development to sit with his parents and be able to have a conversation. I don't, I don't, I don't think know. it's gross. I, I don't think it's growth. I think it is growth. I think it is growth. I I just, it, it, all right, let's pause for one second. Yeah. I'm such a good kisser, Mom. That's weird. Come on. Well, it is weird. I'm not saying it's not weird. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not weird, but the fact that he's open <laughs> enough with his parents to have a conversation, because whenever I had my first kiss, I discussed it with my friend. I didn't discuss it with my parents, but the fact that he's open enough with his parents to have these conversations, because a lot of kids don't have these conversations with I, their parents. I think the next two sentences may may uh, reinforce my, my point here. Bobby says, uh, I'm such a good kisser, Mom. Marie says so. You should have seen it. She bent my head back. She tucked her hand. <laughs> He's like describing the whole okay, damn well, thing. Okay, well, it gets a little weirder. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't Peggy. say it wasn't weird. I just said I think that it shows a little bit of personal growth in okay. a family. For families to be able to sit down and have these type of conversations <laughs> is rare. Peggy says, Bobby, Bobby, you're only 12. You should be afraid of girls. He says, you're just jealous because you aren't in as, as love as me and Marie. She goes, Bobby, I really don't think you can compare a two-day infatuation to a 20-year marriage. He goes, I bet Marie and me have kissed more in two days than you have in your whole wow. marriage. Wow. So you, it gets crazy now. Yeah. You know, I don't think I've <laughs> ever seen you guys kiss. And she goes, your father has kissed me. Hank's like, Peggy, this is a whole exchange, man. This is this is crazy. Uh, Bobby says, I'm not afraid to show my love. You are. Peggy says, your father and I have done things, things that you can't, can't even, even imagine. <laughs> like, damn. And that's, again, here's, reinforces the pegging, pegging the pegging, Peggy. Yeah. Yeah. Hank's uh, <laughs> just like, Peggy, please, dear God. So now uh, this, is, this is a weird one to me. Uh, right. it, we see Connie and bald-headed Luann, who, it, her hair is starting to grow that's, in. That's the second bit of continuity. It, it's not, though. It's not. This comes from the fan fiction. Do you remember how big a deal we made because oh, the back, these the two things. were hanging out with each other? Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Because it's like yeah, we these did. two don't go together. We did say that. And then yeah. look look here. You That's get what I'm a, saying. You get it a pops fucking up. episode yeah. where Con is, Connie's hanging up. out with. Uh... <laughs> so, well, look, not only is that. They, I, I, yeah, that's cool or whatever that, that that we do see them two interacting. But this interaction is weird as shit because there's no <laughs> way that I would have gotten a crush's cousin involved or anything like that. Yeah. So she goes next door to, uh, I, I won't even say cousin, sister at this yeah. point. Like, yeah, sure. loosely, Luann is his sister, you know. And uh, I don't know, I, I just think that this whole exchange is really, like, really 
odd for it doesn't for me. it doesn't make Luann come off really great because she goes, no. "Oh, I'm flattered that you asked me to help with your algebra homework, Connie." And Connie says, uh, "Actually, uh, Luann, I don't need don't you to teach, teach me, me algebra. algebra." She goes, "Oh, thank, thank God!" Thank God, yeah. And she just gets rid of that. Book. Well, we had a review uh, here recently yeah. that gave us uh, a four star. They do like our podcast, but they think that we don't <laughs> give Luann enough credit. Now, for that particular listener, yeah, nuts. If you go back and you listen to every episode from season one, we have always given her her dues when it comes to her mechanical knowledge. She is extremely oh, yeah, intelligent. Sure. Yeah, she can fix the car. But her problem is, is she's not nurtured or pushed into the right things because she's a girl. And I feel like Hank doesn't push her into doing mechanics and all this stuff and pushes her towards the hair thing yeah. because of the, you know, the, the, the laden, the, the misogyny or whatever that, sure. that he sometimes displays and has a hard time not displaying. So and, uh, Connie says, uh, well, you know, Bobby has a girlfriend. Yeah. And Luann says, Bobby has a girlfriend and I know it. She didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. She's, like she's talking to somebody who has no knowledge of anything. She <laughs> goes, well, yeah, it's made me realize that I like Bobby. What should I do, Luann? And Luann says, well, you know, if you and Bobby are meant to be, then it'll happen. I mean, Buckley and I weren't meant to be, and that's he why blew he blew up. up. Yeah, you see this look of <laughs> that's horror why he blew up. on uh, – Con Jr.'s face. So we are now at the Hardware Ranch, which is obviously a Home Depot. Uh, the it, Hardware Ranch. Peggy and and Hank are standing at the counter, and he says, uh, excuse me, I have an outside couch. What do you have to keep the squirrels away? <laughs> the guy says, I'll check. Yeah. Uh, he, he, Oddest request he's probably ever had. Now, Peggy tries to hold Hank's hand in, in public. She which, does. He which is a big out. deal. Hank's like, Peggy, what are you doing? Peggy says, Hank, remember how we used to hold hands in broad daylight? Come on, honey, hold my hand. And so, uh, yeah, and so he 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 tries it, but after, when she first says that, he picks up a couple of tools and just holds them and is like, oh, my hands are full. I'm sorry about that. She goes, well, I guess Bobby was right. Maybe we are afraid to show our love. Hank finally, all right, holds her hand, and then an old man with a cart goes by. <laughs> goes, get a room, you two. Yeah. All right, we're back in the alleyway. Uh, couch is behind the fence. Uh, they bring it out. They have now worked on this couch, and they put an awning on it. Uh, they brought the cooler out. They've got places to store things. I mean, the couch has been revitalized. This yeah. thing is this thing it's is ready to go. Pristine. In comes Khan. What did you do to my old couch? Hanks. So now we find out where the origin of the couch. Yeah, so, so this the is the origin. This is the couch story. Hank says, we're not falling for it, Con. This was not yours. He says, I get rid after a neighborhood cat come inside and pee all over it. We try to dump it in front of Gribble's yard, but uh, men cut her leg on a tack, so we dump it here. Dale says, ah, I get it. He's seen what we've done with it, and now he wants it back. He says, Gribble, you crazy. I don't want it back. Oh, hey, I got an old pair of boxer shorts you can use as a tea cozy. You want that too? And just and walks goes, off ha! laughing. Yeah, he does that. Ha! His laugh kills me. I like Khan's laugh. <laughs> yeah. So we're at the Hill House. The front door. You got uh, one for us back there, Mason? You got Khan's laugh? No? Give us a Okay. Con. No, he's, he, shook, he said, he, he said he's, he's, he's reached his limits. <laughs> he's good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the front doorbell rings at the Hill House, and uh, it's Marie. Uh, she's at the door. Hank answers it. She says, hey, is Bobby home? He says, who are you? She says, I'm Marie. He goes, how old are you? She goes, 14. He goes, 14? I don't know what Bobby's been telling you, but he's only 12. She says, he's been telling me a lot, a lot of, things. of things. How comes you never hold your wife's hand? Nah, I'll see you later, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Bah. That is yeah, a big deal. That, that was yeah. a, that's a, a bah for you there. He comes back into the house, and he's talking to Peggy now, and he goes, Bobby, 
uh, his Marie is 14 years old. And Peggy's like, oh, my God. That, that means, means when she was three, our Bobby was only one. She, like, sits down on the couch with her hand just, on her head. Just it makes, makes me, me sick, sick just thinking about it. <laughs> so and, oh, this 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 next scene. The, so uh, they transition two, to a, a party. Yeah, it's yeah. a blacklight party, somebody's basement. Uh, which we don't have a lot of here, but uh, there's this big dark. Yeah, the fact that it's a basement in Texas is yeah. is is kind of odd. Dark dancing party, but I don't know where else you would put it. And so, yeah, uh, the music's playing, everybody's dancing. It's obviously some of the the uh, middle school kids. Uh, and Bobby says, "Hey, is this a makeout party? Because if it is, I'm prepared for that." that he's he's over at the me. dip. He's well, just that at the killed dip. me because yeah. he's standing next to the and and he's sandwiched in between them, and he has to look up at him to yeah. ask him this because he's you know he's yeah. twelve and they're teenage boys. He then sees Marie over dancing with some other folks, and uh, he just runs over in a rage. It seems it, it's almost like an anime rage, like you know, yeah, you he's see pissed. those guys, ah, that yeah, kind of he's thing. Pissed. Like the Naruto run. Yeah, he gets in yeah. the middle and he goes, "Look, if the lady doesn't want to dance, then don't make her dance." And these these guys are like, "Hey, come on, kid, move out of the way." Marie's like, "Bobby, move." Bobby goes over and literally stops the music and says, "Marie," she says, "Bobby, what are you doing?" He goes. Uh, why were you dancing with those guys? Because she is now drug him out front because she doesn't want this to this nah, exchange she, to happen cause, cause in he front cut of everybody. The, yeah, he cut the music off or whatever, and he was like, Marie! Yeah. It's so true, like a Hollywood film. Marie, what are you doing, Marie? He's, You're he's, killing me. He says, you know, why were you dancing with those guys? Yeah. She goes, I don't know. I like dancing. I wanted to the, dance. The voice, though, like the, the, the voice acting from yeah. uh, Pamela Adelon right here is yeah. is great. I love all because she's because it's it's real angsty from Bobby right He's here. like, who were those guys? Why were you who dancing with all those guys? Yeah. She goes, Bobby, they're just friends. We were just dancing. He goes, what about us? You're supposed to dance with just me and maybe some of your girlfriends, but mostly just me. She made that scene. Like, Pamela, <laughs> yeah. like for this for this really particular great. scene, like, her voice made it for me. She says, Bobby, what, this is getting too intense. We're only friends. He <laughs> yeah. goes, oh, I thought we were more than that. She goes, Bobby, you're a funny guy. You make me laugh. That's all. But we kissed. She says, yes. And looking back now, maybe that was a mistake. Mistake. That was the single, single most, most important, important thing, thing in my, in my life. life. And I mean, he is just balling at this point, right? Yeah, he's he's out there. He says, uh, just, it reminds me of uh, that Grease that Grease song, "Hopelessly Devoted <laughs> to Marie." To Marie. Uh, he says, "Mistake. It was the most important thing in my life." She goes, "Look, Bobby, I don't think we should hang out anymore." He goes, nah. "Just tell me why you were dancing with all those guys." She goes, goodbye, Bobby. And she kisses him on the forehead. And she goes, you kiss me. That means we're back together again. She's like, oh. And then he's like streetcar named Desire. Marie, come back. Yeah. Look, I'm doing <laughs> yeah. your favorite comedy bit. What are you talking what about? What are you talking about? <laughs> so good. Yeah. She it just leaves is, him. It's beautiful. She leaves him in it. the alley. And that is a chance for us to take our second commercial break. And we will be right back after these messages. So we're back at the Hill House. Uh, Hank's got his arm around Peggy on the couch. Uh, he hears the door open, and we get this sobbing, sobbing Bobby come in, and Hank quickly takes his arm down because he doesn't want to be seen with his arm around his own wife. Oh, yeah. Uh, he goes, what happened? Somebody push you off your bike? Uh, he says, uh, Marie broke up with me. And then 
Here is the one that enforces the bad Peggy. Oh, yeah. this the, Peggy's a real piece of shit for how this shit. She this goes, is terrible. Oh, it doesn't feel so good, does it, son? He goes, no. She goes, I guess your love wasn't as strong as your father's and, and mine. Now, was it? He goes, no, it wasn't. I mean, that is the worst motherly thing that I've ever heard. That is terrible. You're supposed to hug your child and comfort your child oh, and say, my God. She's like, fuck Ha-ha. that bitch. Let me hug my son. She just broke your heart. I'll, I'll kill her. She's I can't like, believe she did this to my baby boy. But she's, she's like, like hey, yeah, you remember that time you said some shit? Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Bobby. Like, damn. A needle in the eye, man. We see now in the alley, Bobby is face down on the couch. This is where the two stories combine. Uh, Bobby is just crying and sobbing. He goes, I kiss Marie on the couch. Bill and Dale and Hank are all out there and Boomhauer. And he says, Bill says, now, now, Hank, this is not what the couch is for. <laughs> Dale says, yeah, Hank, you know, you, you have to put it to a vote if you want a family member to use the couch. Hank's finally like, all right, uh, Bobby... I know it's not good when a girl breaks your heart. Uh, he just keeps crying. He goes, uh, it's only natural to be sad, but the couch is a happy place. <laughs> and Bobby just continues crying. We then, see, yeah, we then see Bobby inside of the Hill House. He's face down on the carpet. He now has no shirt on for some reason. And there's Hank Williams Sr. music playing. You know, there's a tear in my beer. Yeah. That kind of stuff, right? I mean, real oh, depressing. I, I don't know why, yeah. but I actually really, really like all that shit. And so uh, Hank says, well, he stopped crying. That's a step in the right direction. And the boy's taste in music's getting better, too, because <laughs> he's playing yeah, Hank Yeah, he's Williams sitting there singing. playing Hank Williams, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's now dark. Uh, he is still on the floor, face still down. Still listening to Hank Williams. Yeah, still listening to Hank Williams. Uh, Peggy comes in the room with Lady Bird. He goes, Mom, I'm never going to make anyone laugh ever again. I don't want to be a prop comic. She goes, she puts a blanket over him, you know, and Lady Bird's sniffing at him and licking his bare chest. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. And she goes, no, Lady Bird, not now. So we're now in the car, uh, and uh, they're kind of trying to, to uh, cheer Bobby up. Uh, they're going to supper. Uh, and Hank says, uh, with Bobby in the back seat, he goes, look at it this way, Bobby, tonight you're going out on a date with your parents and we know how you like going out with people older than you. <laughs> That's again, they're thing. like, yeah. man, his parents are just, they don't give a shit. Peggy man. says, Oh, I'm on a date with my two fam- favorite men. Look at me. And so they, they end up at the panhandler steakhouse, which the, uh, kind of reminds me of the one in Belmede, uh, the Lone Star. Yeah. Sheet metal building. Yep. Uh, yeah. sign is a big cow. Uh, and you hear Marie's voice as they are sitting, uh, across from Marie and her family, uh, just, uh, happenstance that they're in the same place. She goes, uh, a cup of rice and plain toast and I'll help myself to the salad bar. Thank you. Uh, he looks over, he sees her, she flips her hair like, Oh, look what you're missing. And Peggy goes, oh, is that her? Uh, it all makes sense now. She looks exactly like me. <laughs> she <laughs> yeah, nothing like Nothing her. like Peggy whatsoever. <laughs> Peggy's got short brown hair with glasses, and this girl has got no glasses and long blonde hair. <laughs> uh, Bobby says, Dad, I just I want to go oh, home. Damn. Hank's like, you can't let her get to you, son. If you leave, she wins. And dating's all about who wins and who loses. <laughs> yep. So up comes the waitress. Yeehaw. Welcome to the panhandler. Would any of you fine folks care to take on our 72-ounce top sirloin okay, steak? Okay, and now that's our third piece of continuity. Yeah. So what I mean by continuity is is in, in this episode, we get uh, her, hair's, her hair's growing back slightly yeah. from being burnt. Yeah. Uh, Luann's. Sure. Uh, man, what was the other one? Uh, I can't remember what the, the second one was, but the yeah. third one is the steak. So the steak came up before. Well, we get the, the Lucky Pierre. 
Well, the, oh, that was it. Yeah, the yeah. Lucky Pierre was the, the other Short one. Short hair, Lucky Pierre, Pierre, and this. Now we get the steak. So this is the steak that the guy that came down to buy fuel yeah. for whatever, yeah. uh, this Fatherton is the steak that he here. took one yeah. bite of yeah. and was like, oh, I'm full. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a 72-ounce top sirloin steak. Finish it in an hour, and it's free. Hank says, uh, no, thank you. And then, and then there's this long pause. A long pause, and then you see, you know, you don't really there's like a little spark in Bobby and he's like, yes, I would. Yep. And Hank says, you know, that's a lot of meat, son. What happened to be a vegetarian? He goes, and I want it rare. rare. So the next thing we see is everybody's cheering. They're bringing out the steak. Uh, she, the waitress says, okay, the rules are simple. No one is allowed to help you chew or cut the meat. And if you get sick before the, you finish the contest is over, good luck. Let's give them a little encouragement folks. And everybody starts cheering. Yeah. a boy. Okay. So I am going to take this chance to tell you about where the 72-ounce steak comes from. I kind of know, but I'll, I'll this is, tell us all. This is a real thing. Amarillo, Texas, right? It is the Big Texan Steak Ranch. Uh, you can get to it at BigTexan.com. Uh, and from their website, it says, The World Famous 72-Ounce Steak Challenge. You do not need to make a reservation for challenge attempts. When you're ready, we're ready. Challenge attempts available during all regular business hours. 72-ounce steak dinner. And here's how they get you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not only is it 72 ounces of, of steak, which Mason and I looked up earlier, and it's four and a half pounds, right? I mean, simple it's, division. It's a lot of steak. Uh, four and a half pounds of steak. That sounds like a lot, but you also have to eat a shrimp cocktail, a baked potato, a salad, a roll with butter, and then the steak. You have to finish all of that. So it's not just a steak. But is there a time on it? There's, I don't believe there or is, is it a just chun. if you finish it. But let me answer that for you real quick with the 72-ounce steak challenge rules. Uh, number one, entire meal must be completed in one hour. God, if any of the meal is not consumed, quote, swallowed, uh, you lose. Number two, before the time starts, you will be allowed to cut into the steak. Take one bite. If the steak tastes good and is cooked to your satisfaction, we will start the time upon your acceptance approval. The time will not stop and the contest is on. So make sure before you say yes. Number three, once you have started, you are not allowed to stand up, leave your table, or have anyone else, and this is all capitalized, touch the meal. Number four, you will be disqualified if anyone assists you in cutting, preparing, or eating your meat. This is your contest. (laughs) Number five, you don't have to eat the fat, but we will judge this. (laughs) Number six, should you become ill, the contest is over. You lose in all caps. All caps. Please use the container provided as necessary so they have a thing for you to puke in, right? That's, yeah. that's wonderful. Uh, number seven, you are required to pay the full amount up front. If you win, we will refund 100%. How much do you think this thing is, uh, how much do you think this thing costs? A 72-ounce steak. Yep. Uh, let's see. Well, think about all the stuff that comes with it, well, too. I, well, well, not only that, I'm trying to think. So if you go to, if I go to Lone Star Steakhouse yeah. and I get me around, you know, tw- around a 20 ounce 16 ounce sure. in between like a 16, 16 22 ounce, yeah. in between 16 right. and 22 yeah. ounce steak sure uh that's with a baked potato with some rice pilaf uh uh their bread they serve uh i mean that's going to be about 30 dollars for yeah, that plate 30 like bucks, thir- right? in between 30 Something and like 40 yeah. with tax so if you think about it that way this is so actually a pretty like good deal steak yeah 72 bucks 
Dollar that's a, a gimmick. A dollar an ounce. That's a dollar an ounce. It's a good yeah, deal. That's a gimmick. Uh, if you do not win the steak challenge, you are welcome to take the leftovers with you. That's awfully nice of them since I just gave them $72. Number 10, no consumption or sharing of the leftovers is allowed in the restaurant once the contest is over. So I can see somebody entering this contest going, ah, oh, I can't finish it, and then just sharing with the whole table. Yeah. Right? So they got in a gig in front of that. Uh, if you fail to compete the challenge, you must pay the full $72. All right, how many? Uh, what do you think the percentage of winners on this challenge is? How many 10%. people? What? I think ten percent. Ten percent. What do you think? Oh, I wouldn't even say that. I'd say probably around two percent. Mason's pretty close. It's eleven percent. Eleven percent of the people who try the seventy-two ounce steak challenge complete. This. That's more. That's more than I give credit because I didn't think it would be. There are me, many. ninety. 1,201 people who have tried this 72-ounce steak challenge. So that means only 900 people. 90,000 people. So out of 90,000, only 900 have eaten it. 10,117. How big are the salad and shrimp cocktail? As big as your head. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know I would imagine that. it's probably like a, like a baked potato is like, what, half a pound? Like, yeah. Probably not even that. I wouldn't – well, I don't know. It could be one of those super spuds, too. They could get, you know, the big, super huge spud. super spuds that are like – Yeah, that'd be too much. Grapefruit-sized potatoes. All right, here is – here's the thing that kind of got me, and Mason and I talked about this a little earlier. You can go to bigtexan.com slash live-stream, and you can watch at the Big Texan 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> you can just watch the stream of this steakhouse. That's wonderful. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about where this came from uh, because this is just who I am. Uh, the legend continues. Soon after the original Route 66 Big Texan opened its doors in 1960, owner Bob R.J. Lee was amazed at how many real Texas cowboys were coming to, for his huge Texas-sized steaks that wow. his menu offered. He also saw how much fun it uh, was for out-of-town patrons and visitors uh, to watch those true Texans trying to outdo each other with their big appetites. So he started this challenge. Uh, he would, uh, it says most of his big cowboy dinners came from nearby stockyard operation, which makes total sense. Mm -hmm. uh, sense. They would stop in after long days of work. It's a big cattle town, Emory. Yeah. Fridays were payday at the stockyard, and so he would cash their paychecks and offer 25-cent beer. This oh, guy's wow. a genius, right? Yeah, I mean, really he's is. cashing these checks. He's next to the cows, right? All this stuff. Yeah, he's... So anyway, he, sti he started all this, and then um, he, he uh, started the 72-ounce challenge with all the stuff, and, and people just love this thing. It's a wonderful gimmick. He says that uh, 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 his amazement and, and delight of the crowd, he uh, stood up in his chair one time in the middle of the dining room to proclaim that from this day forward, anyone who could eat the entire 72-ounce dinner in one hour gets it for free. So this was uh, 1962 when wow. this was born. And so that's a pretty long tradition. So, guys, if you're ever out yeah. on the old highway out there on Amarillo. Yeah, you want to go to Big uh, Texan. What is it, Highway 14 maybe? Sure. Whatever highway that is, uh, make sure you stop at the Big Texan. 14, it's 15, whatever you need. 15-foot Texan, I think they have out front or something. They have this huge uh, sign for it, I know. So uh, last thing about the 72-ounce uh, steak winners. If they win this, they go on the website, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, here are a couple of uh, you've got the 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 number of the contestant, the date, the name, the time, what they weigh, uh, their age, where they're from, and then they're able to leave a comment. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to read you a couple of these comments. Yeah, go for it. Uh, this is Carrie Miller. 
who weighs 225. She was 42 at the time. She's from Bentonville, Arkansas. Her comment is, I regret nothing, <laughs> which I think is a wonderful thing to leave. Um, then we have uh, Tony Shaker, who is 230 pounds, 28, 28 years old, from Eaglewood Cliffs, New Jersey. He says, pain heals, chicks dig scars, glory lasts forever. <laughs> These guys are really taking this as a place to uh, uh, leave their mark, which is wonderful. Uh, and then uh, last one I'll read, Tom Tesloff who 240, 42 uh, from uh, New England, he says, it's nice to finally be full. Wow. So there you go. 72 ounce Big Texan. Yeah, he's never been full. That's the only, that's like a, that sounds like a sexual kink. Oh, I'm finally full. Finally full. Like the man who could never eat to be full and now he's finally full. I'm going to see my boyfriend. I'm going to see my boyfriend. All right, so Bobby is uh, eating this 72-ounce steak. He's just... You got Mason rolling back there. He he can barely stop laughing. I think he smiled the whole episode. He's putting it away. Our biggest fan right there. Everybody is cheering. You know, they're getting him. uh, And and Hank's like, you can do it, son. Peggy, again, weird-ass Peggy. Shovel it in, honey. Don't be afraid to use all your teeth. Well, because we only chew. <laughs> well, because think about it. All your teeth. Think about when you chew a piece of food. Oh, I'm you have not a good. certain yeah. specific spot in your mouth where you put that food and yeah. chew it every time. So she's like, "No, you got to yeah, use dude. all them teeth." <laughs> and then Hank, uh, Hank says, uh, "That's it, Bobby. Down, only thirty-six right. ounces to go." Like he just weighed it, and he's like, yeah, that's, And Peggy's like, "Woohoo! Time to tame that slab, slab of beef, beef. Bobby." Uh, Marie is is over at the side, and she's just uh, humiliated. She's like, "You're just making a fool of yourself, Bobby. Nobody's impressed." Uh, and then you see Marie's parents. They're like up on their chairs, just cheering, cheering him on. Cheering him on. Because yeah. her parents, they ordered meat and she ordered a salad. Yes. So they don't care. Yes. They probably think it's absurd anyway. Uh, at one point, Bobby makes this. Uh, he's like, Ugh. you know, he sighs, stands up, opens his pants, sits back down and just starts eating again. Yeah. Uh, he then he's getting down to the last bite, takes his fork, throws it in the air like a drummer catches his fork and then eats that last bite gets up and says thank you thank you arlen like he's freaking steak elvis you know uh and then uh hank and peggy are just overcome with emotion they're hugging each other and then you hear from behind them hey you two i'm trying to eat and it's chuck mangione back there trying to eat a steak <laughs> so that's a wonderful there we go and that's a wonderful another chuck mangione yeah he has become he's, uh, he's, he's here now which, yeah. which now he is yeah yeah so they're coming home, and Hank's like, well, son, the worst part's over. Now you just realize how silly. Uh, ah, the couch is gone. He's pulling up, and the couch is Pissed. gone. Pissed, yeah. And here's, Mad as hell. here's Dale. He's like, we didn't even get a chance to say goodbye. <laughs> and then we see Connie take uh, Bobby. She goes, oh, hey, Bobby, because she's just seeing what Bobby's she doing. She likes Bobby. So yeah, we she know, does. We know, you know. He's like, oh, hey, Connie. She, she goes, Bobby, Bobby, are you okay? He goes, yeah, me and Marie just broke up. And then he starts puking. He looks great. He, look, he has a, like a, a just uh, starts puking. He, well, he looks sick as he's talking to her and he walks up to Connie's her. like, well, you're taking it pretty hard. You must've really liked her a lot because yeah. he's puking. He goes, Oh no, 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 no. I just ate a 72 ounce steak dinner in 37 minutes. And he just starts puking again. Puking it up. She says, Oh, well, when you finish, you want to come over to my house and watch some TV. He goes, she goes it doesn't have to be television, which is a wonderful way to end this. That is episode. We get the credits and we see Bill. He's on the phone again. And I, yeah, I we think get no. Uh, we get no. Uh, what is it? Uh, oh, what the hell they call him? Steak. 
No couch. Tag the tagline. Tag. We get no we don't tag get a tagline. There's instead, a tagline. We get a credit. Instead, we scene. get Bill on his wireless well, there's, phone. There, there's a funny thing that happens right here though. An animation like I just had to add it in as a, a trivia. So during these credits, when Bill is talking over the phone, yeah. There's a uh, go back and check it because I had to go back and check it after I I, I read this just uh, just because I didn't see it at first. But there's a slight weird shift with the animation, like it does something weird, really? and then and then it becomes slightly different. Yeah. So you see like a weird shift and the animation looks a little different. It's called I don't a, know why. It's called well, what I'm thinking, Pierre. Well, what I'm thinking is, is that scene or something since that, because they, they get all this, this is all done in Korea at this sure. point. Maybe on that scene, it was just something that was thrown in. Like they were like, oh, well, we've already got the show ready. The end credits are done. And they're yeah. sitting there like, oh, well, maybe let's hurry up and throw this in or something. Maybe that's well, why you they got, had that animation. You blip. got Bill on his wireless phone and he says, well, I don't know, Dale. He's talking to Dale, obviously. Yeah, I, don't he goes, know, I didn't Dale. see a thing. Oh, I bet the city just hauled it away. And the camera just slowly pans out. And, and inch by inch, it reveals <laughs> that he is him. laying underneath. He's laying on the couch. Yeah, and he goes, "Eh, it's probably all for the best. And then he does that, oh, you know, it's probably uh, for the best. Well, he stretches out. and I think this was a long episode, but I think it was well worth it. Thank you. We did the uh, 72-minute challenge here for uh, for this episode. 72-minute challenge. How many many minutes do we have, Mason? Mason? We're at a, sorry, we're at about 70. Wow, see? Wow, so by the time I get we through did talking to you about everything else, we'll be we there. So uh, We completed the 72-minute challenge. Don't forget we are nominated for Podcast of the Year at the Waco Awards. We will have links for you. Sure. And when that kicks off, I will, I will, you will, you will know that it's it's happening for sure because every social media that we have, it'll be on there every day. Sure. There'll be videos of me telling you about it. Heck yeah. Uh, we might even get a video of Mike on there, him telling you about yeah, it. Yeah, buddy. But whatever, whatever, it, whatever it takes, guys. I'm gonna use all my we're teeth. We're gonna put yeah, use all your teeth. We're gonna, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I wish she didn't use all her teeth. Tomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Be here but, all uh, week. Try the seventy-two yeah, on stick. Be here all week. Yeah, try the seventy-two on stick. All right. Rusty, where can they find us? Uh, they will not find me at the salad bar at the 72-ounce steak. There you go. Uh, you can find us at B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H on all social medias. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter are where I put most of everything. We have a Facebook page. Actually, uh, I would love it if you guys uh, engaged more on our Facebook page. So if you have, Let's fa- start a group. We have a group. We have a group. We have a group and a page. Hey, congratulations so, to us. Uh, I created the group, group and the page around the same time that I created all the other stuff. So oh, that's we've, cool. we've, we've had, we've had go a Facebook to our group. for a long time. So go to our group, go to our page, go to all of anything and just post like on our group page that we have. It would be great if you go on there, follow us, yep. uh, like it. Lots whatever. of great discounts for seniors uh, in yeah, our group. Great senior discounts. Yeah, uh, it's really good. I'll, 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 I will sell you two eggs for the price of one. <laughs> two eggs for the price of one. Yeah, Dear yeah, God. You, gotta, you buy two, get one free. Hey, hey, just real quick. Uh, we are in the month of November. And I just, November, I yes. just want to remind you of something. Uh, you know, in these tumultuous times when everybody's trying to stretch a dollar, uh, I just want to inform everybody that there is a turkey price war going on. Uh, oh, wow. HEB, mm-hmm. Walmart, and Aldi's. They're all trying to outdo each other for the price for of the turkey. For the cheapest turkey. For the cheapest turkey. So if I go to one of these stores, say I go to Walmart, yeah. and I'm like, oh, well. I want a cheap turkey. I want a cheap turkey. So I go in there, and I take a picture of the price of that turkey. Well, I'm like, well, you know, let me second, let me shop around for yeah. my turkey here. Yeah. And I go over to HEB. Do they price match that turkey? I, if I theirs don't, is I don't, higher? I don't know if they do, but I'm, I'm assuming they will if I'm there's calling, a price war. I'm calling HEB. And if you go to Aldi's and you take that same picture, they'll sell you uh, a stray dog. So it's good. There, uh, 
Okay. That's all right. A, it's a valid if, if you take in two cans of beans to all these. <laughs> two cans of beans, you get a free dog. They'll give you a free yep. dog. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thank you for listening once again. We we love every one of you except yeah, for you, it. Bob. Uh, and we will see you next time. Limitanye. Limitanye, indeed. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>